Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Your favorite co-host is back in the hotel, actually, here in Novi, Michigan. What's up, Naylor Taliaferro? What's going on, Paul? It's good to be back. I, I missed you. I missed the podcast, and it's just been an awesome time. Yeah, I was in Atlanta today. I live in Atlanta. You live in Richmond, Virginia, and I had purchased my flight to come up here to Michigan, and uh, then you got yours after mine. We didn't pre- right coordinate this or anything and we were on the same exact flight you flew from richmond to atlanta to and atlanta. we came up together so nailers in the delta sky lounge with the <laughs> one percenters <laughs> us peasants i'm out there by mcdonald's he's like would you like a veggie tray and some cheese i was like i'm about to get a big mac oh, man like, that was a funny text you're like i'm, I'm like you're, you asked me can you get a water while you're there in this mr sky lounge i'm like yeah sure do you want a veggie tray and you know cheese and <laughs> clean them out like that. Man. clean them out like yeah whatever you can get was peasants here at mcdonald's oh, oh man gosh. i always walked by that thing and i'm like what are those guys doing in there man and then Naylor's like you a sky lounge uh, measure? i was like i didn't know what that thing was <laughs> yeah no it's it's, it's an awesome thing when you uh so when i started lcr media uh however many years ago that was to start planning the the rally at the gie you know a a lot there's a lot involved financially with getting the venue and catering and getting event shirts made up and all the sponsorships involved so all that has to flow in and out of lcr media's checking account Mm -hmm. and I was just using my debit card and then I just magically got an application in the mail uh, for or an offer or whatever in the mail for American Express Platinum Business Card for LCR Media already approved. Just put this code in there and get your card. And I'm like, that that can't be really a thing. Like, no, I get that stuff all the time. Right. And it's just like it's like you're applying for it, you know, in air quotes. But no, this was legitimately approved. So I looked into it, looked at all the rewards and benefits. I never knew anything about American Express. I thought that was all the fancy stuff, you know, like who the heck? Why am I going to have American Express? You know, I'm not fancy, but it's a lot of great rewards and benefits and frequent flyer miles that add up if you fly delta you get more points all this kind of stuff and i was like wow this is actually going to be worth it if i'm already going to have all this money flowing in any way it's not like i'm even spending any money i'm just using the american express card to pay for the venue pay for the catering pay for this pay for that and then i was doing the get to know the pro series i had just started that i knew i was going to be doing a ton of traveling with that so i'm like man these benefits will really help out because one of the benefits is american express and delta are partners so if you either have a uh, a delta credit mm-hmm. card or if you have an american express credit card you can use the delta sky lounge which i didn't even know existed because i always flew like the cheapest airline when we went on our family trip to Disney World or, yeah. you know, somewhere in Florida to a beach or visit a, you know, a relative or something that, you know, we just found the cheapest thing. And we never flew Delta because it was always the more expensive airline. But for a reason, it's a good airline. Yeah. So, but then I start, I started doing all that though. I got my American Express. I started getting my points, started traveling the country to visit folks like yourself to do Get Another Pro for YouTube and everything. And, and I just, I was accumulating points and 
taking advantage of the Delta Sky Lounge. I'm like, look, yeah. honey, I get to go to these Delta Sky Lounges. And there was one time, uh, so and so fast forward, however many years later, I accumulated so many points from American Express and Delta because you get like five times points if you book Delta. If you do it all through American Express, you get all this, all these benefits and it all adds up. And then you can combine both. I got Delta rewards and I also got American Express rewards. You can combine them all. And I got free flight for my wife and I to go to Mexico a few years yeah. back. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. but And on the way back, we stayed at one of the lounges and there was a pool, Paul, a pool. In outside, the airport. In the airport, outside the lounge, right there. You, you go out of the lounge and there's a pool. Outdoor pool, or indoor outdoor pool. pool, and you can just look, and there's the planes right there. Yeah, all the planes being Mi- taxi back and Mr. forth. Mr. Producer, you got to listen to this because Marty asked me, he's like, "What do you want for Christmas?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, I want a Delta Sky Lounge, <laughs> you know? a pool it's at the airport. Nice. A pool at the airport. My wife thought it was so comical that she had to take pictures of it and put it on Facebook, and she was like. Because we all need a quick dip, you know, in between our flights, flights. or are waiting. To what take. city it's was crazy. the airport it, pool in? It, it, it was in Mexico. Oh. So I don't remember what the name of the city that we stayed in, but it, it, yeah. it was- it Cancun? Was a, no, it wasn't Cancun. It was, it was somewhere Mexico a little bit city? further. <laughs> no, it was a little bit further uh, down- but like, anyway, anyway, it was in Mexico. There wasn't like Atlanta airport or anything like that. It was, it was Mexico where it's warm all the time. Yeah. So like, I don't think it would be cool to have an outdoor pool in Atlanta or anywhere that gets cold from time to time. But anyway, so it was fun. I got to take her somewhere for free and she got to enjoy all the free food and, 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 you know, some alcohol and drinks and all that. It really is a nice experience in Delta Sky Lounge. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? It's nice to feel treated, you know, nice every now and again. I mean, I'm already spending all this time and money, so why not, you know? But yeah, well, there you go, folks. Now, if this is your first time <laughs> listening to the Green Industry Podcast, we are here to help you take your lawn care business to the next level and uh, always fun times around here. So, Naylor, man, your business you started uh, back seven years ago. Uh, my my lawn care business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Se- seven years ago, and I started watching you on YouTube because your name was the Lawn Care Rookie, and I was a few years ahead of you in regards to getting my business off the ground. But I was actually doing it part time, so I was still a rookie, even though I was probably my fourth year when I started watching you. I mean, I was making rookie mistakes just because I wasn't doing it full time. I was doing it part time. And right. so I really begin to get a, a re- appreciation for your business. And I was following along. I was telling you this today at the hotel. I was like, I was watching your videos to educate myself to really learn how to make this business as profitable as possible. And now fast forward, you know, I'm in a, a decade under my belt. You're year seven and we're here with 250 lawn bros at the Launchpreneur Academy. And there's just so many guys who are getting these businesses started. And it's, it's awesome that we can help each other out because we didn't have each other. We were like learning and on the fly. And now we have this community where it's like, we don't have to make the same mistakes. If we listen to each other, listen to this podcast, Brian's podcast, Britt Dowd's podcast. Right. Et cetera. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it was all about. And, and it, it's, it's amazing to see how far it's come, you know? And I mean, I, I started kind of getting into social media, basically YouTube, and then little by little, it was like Instagram and Facebook and all that. 
partially because, you know, my daughter was getting older and she was kind of getting into all the social media. So my wife and I would create, you know, create our little accounts so that we could follow along and make sure she wasn't doing anything inappropriate or whatever. Not, not that, you know, we thought she would, but you know, as parents, you're always, yeah, yeah, you're always trying to monitor your kids and all that. Um, but you know, when I started like doing stuff on YouTube, uh, it became more of like a thing. I'm like, Oh, let me make like an, a lawn care rookie account on Instagram instead of just like my name, my personal account that I had for, to, you know, watch my daughter and participate and like her post, you know, and I just started growing that along the way too, around the same time that I started my business because I stumbled upon the community just like you did. And I, I got, a, I learned a lot from the community and I tried to give back as much as I could to the community Oh, and I still do to this day, year after year, the more I learn, the more I give back. And I constantly keep learning from the community as my business grows and everything. So it, it, it's been awesome. All, like you said, all these different ways now and podcasting is like the, the, the biggest, best new thing to really complement everything else that we've have already done and are doing with social media to just give back and give all this information and knowledge uh, to every, everyone in the industry that listens in this community. Absolutely. Well, we're going to hear more about this exciting opportunity at Launchpreneur Academy Live and what you're learning in year seven at the Clean Cut Lawn Care after we hear a word from today's show sponsors. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evenings. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Fortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15 minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. If you want to learn how to properly install paver projects and retaining walls, visit TheHeartscapeAcademy.com There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out theheartscapeacademy.com. 
He may not know the difference between Kansas and Arkansas, Arkansas for the rest of us, but he knows how to help you cut that grass and make that cash. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. All right, friends, we're back here in Novi, Michigan at Launchpreneur Academy. Brian and Liz are awesome. 2020 has been a year that there's been a lot of curveballs thrown at us, and it would have been very easy to postpone the event. We would have all been very, very understanding. But uh, Brian and Liz said, no, 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 we're going to have this event. And then a week out from the event happening, there was some new regulations uh, in the state of Michigan, which... We were going to meet in a ballroom and kind of all, you know, be uh, clustered together. Well, because of the rules, you can only have like 50 or so people in a room. So Brian and Liz ended up getting a tent and making everything happen uh, so that we can have this event and just hanging out with everyone here on the eve of the event um, has been a lot of fun. So Naylor, what are your thoughts uh, debuting here, Launchpreneur Academy, hosted by the Fullertons? Well, I mean, I told you heard me tell Brian at the end of him kind of going over the the lay of the land for us for tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, I told him, you know, how impressive this is and, and what a great job, you know, he's done and is doing for the community. And, and I thanked him for it because there's so many different people that have stepped up in the community to to really just keep moving it forward and keep bringing people together. And, and like you said, 2020 has been a kind of a all over the place year. And a lot of people are just struggling for many reasons. So I think an event like this, just like the GIE plus expo was, and will continue to be, it's one of those places that people look forward to in this industry and our community to, to get together and just that camaraderie and like-minded people and just mm-hmm. sharing ideas, um, f- you know, asking questions from like over the time that they've followed along with our story or our business growth. And, you know, a guy talked to me earlier today, um, he was, or this evening and he was, you know, introducing me to his friend that he was with. And he was saying, you know, the, the way he introduced me was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the lawn care rookie on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel and I've got a sweet setup and I'm just like, wow, like I, you know, I never really Thought regarding anyone, to your trailer to, yeah, and racks to, to my lawn care setup equipment. yeah right like i just post this stuff and share my growth and all that and just to hear someone say that right like it just it just yeah. kind of puts things into a different perspective for me like it's just my setup like yeah. i don't think of it as a sweet setup but to yeah. his perspective it's a sweet setup and disclaimer this show's not sponsored by ramp rack so <laughs> right, what right. you say please don't send the emails but you are using a very pioneering setup called ramp rack because most guys have the is the question is should i have an open trailer should i have an enclosed trailer right i was so ghetto when i was getting started i just went to a harbor freight and bought those ramps oh and like so the I'd, wheelchair ramp yeah. or something you put on the so, no for real for a, a while there we'd push you know we had a 30 yeah. inch toro time master and i had the f-150 you saw my old truck yeah and so i would literally uh, push the mower up onto the bed of the truck and, you know, tie it down so it didn't move around. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, bootstrapping it. And so you have a, a setup that's nothing like that. Your ramp is connected to the bed of your truck and it goes down. Uh, tell us about it, man. It's very unique. Yeah. it's a, I mean, it's basically combining a trailer with your truck is really mm-hmm. the best way to excri- describe it. So, I mean, I, I started my business with, you know, not too far from what you're saying. I had a Jeep compass. So I put my 22 inch push mower in the back of my Jeep. It has a hatchback. It would just fold the handles down and stick it in there with my Ryobi hand trimmer and blower from Lowe's. 
And that, that's what I started my business part-time with for one year. And then I quickly, when I went full-time and quit retail management, I invested, you know, I borrowed some money from some family to buy a, a five by 10 single axle open trailer and traded in my Jeep compass for a Ford F-150. And that's what I started my business with. And I also got, um, well, so it was just a clean swap, the Jeep for the truck, but I borrowed money for the trailer and a commercial walk behind Toro mower. So that was how, how I started. So, I mean, I went from the open trailer and then I had it have an enclosed trailer. Now I sold the open trailer, have an enclosed trailer. It's a seven by 16 dual axle enclosed trailer. So I've used both. So I know both, I know pros and cons to open trailer and closed trailer. But the biggest thing when you're growing is, you know, what's the most efficient way, an efficient setup? Is it open? Is it enclosed? Is it these, uh, Isuzu NPR, mm -hmm. you know, flatbed, mm -hmm. you know, landscape body or mm -hmm. box truck. Mm -hmm. That's a common, you know, cab over people call them the cab over. So that's a common theme that a lot of bigger companies are using because they have a dedicated mowing setup truck. Mm -hmm. They can just send the guys out there. They don't have to worry about pulling trailers, messing stuff up, backing into things, uh, you know, uh, turning too tight on turns and clipping things, you know, running over curbs and all that stuff. Your trailer gets messed up. The tires get messed up. Tons of flats have to, you know, your tread wears down on trailer tires so much from all the turns because the dual axle, mm -hmm. the wheels don't turn. They just skip around the corners. Right, right. So it just rubs that, that, you know, wears and tear. You have to rotate your tires constantly to get the best life out of them. So there's just a ton of maintenance in trailers, period. And the bigger the trailer, dual axle, all that, the more you're going to have. And, and employees are constantly, that's like the number one thing that gets damaged is trailers when you have employees. So I thought about all of this stuff and I didn't want to invest in a br another truck. I already had a truck. I had a full ton, you know, I have a full ton 3,500 Ram truck and I didn't want to buy another 40,000. Well, that one was not 40,000, but I didn't want to spend that for another truck just for mowing. So I'm like the ramp rack I saw at the GIE plus expo, like a, okay. a couple years prior, they were just premiering. It was brand new. Yeah. And then Blake with B and B lawn care, he had one set up on his truck. Uh, he actually did a video about it at the GIE, at mm. the Louisville Mega Caverns, actually. He was at the rally, and they were in the parking lot. They oh, met together, and they made yeah. a video. That, was a, that video took off. Yeah, that, that was- did really well, yeah, that was it? Yep, that was Blake's first, you know, like 100,000 plus video. It, it really took off, because there was no other videos other than Stan yeah. had made a video also that same- day or morning so both videos did really well yeah and that's kind of was the first that was version one of the ramp rack mm -hmm. which like i said it's it's basically combining a trailer with your truck bed so like you said it attaches to your truck bed you take the tailgate off of the back of your truck and you attach there's rails there's bed rails that go in in the stake pockets of your truck bed mm -hmm. you bolt all that on super quick and easy and then the ramp itself is attached to the bed rails and into the hitch of your truck, which that gives the main support of being able to get things on and off, riding mowers on and off of the ramp is is the hitch that, that it's connected to your truck's hitch. So that's all connected and it's got a big trailer ramp that goes up and down and it's got a dovetail so you can get in and out of the higher, you know, the trailers are low to the ground. Your truck is high to the ground. So you have to have that dovetail uh, in addition to the gate and you just ride your mowers in and out, whether you have 30 inch, 22 inch, uh, up to a 54 inch technically, but that's not as common of a deck size for brands as a 52 or a 48 and below. But you can have up to 54 because that'll fit behind the wheel wells of your truck. A 48 or less will fit in between. 
So depending on what your setup is, you can do a variety of things on your truck bed. You obviously have to have a heavy-duty truck that can has the payload to hold these mowers that weigh in the bed of your truck. I have a full-ton truck. It's over 7,000-pound payload. I can put anything in there. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, I have a stand-on mower. It's a 48 and a 52. We can put both of them in there if we want. Typically, our mowing setup is a couple of push mowers or, you know, technically they're called walk-behind mowers, but it's like a 22-inch and a 30-inch. Mm-hmm. Put those up in the front of the bed and pull the 48 or the 52 behind it, strap it down, cl- close it, the, you know, the ramp up, and you're good to go. And then we have trimmer racks and blower mm-hmm. racks on both sides of the truck. So it's literally an open trailer on your truck, but you don't have to pull a trailer. Yeah. So it's just so much easier. You don't have to worry about any kind of accidents. I mean, the yeah. only, the only yeah. issue is if you like back, like, you know, when you're backing up, obviously you have that extra like right. six feet behind you. So, yeah. but I mean, other, other than that, you don't have a whole trailer behind you. Yeah. You don't have I've to worry about the mailbox t- over before. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to worry about Too the wide much. turns <laughs> and all that. There's zero maintenance, zero maintenance, you know, because there's no extra wheels. There's right. not, no, I mean, now do they come in again? Guys, this isn't sponsored. So I, <laughs> no, I feel like yeah. this is like a ramp rack episode, but I, it's just I get asked all the time: open trailer, enclosed trailer, right. the box truck. You know, right. There's so many different options, and this is so new. I was just want to know: is it a flop? Or are you liking it? But um, my question, I forget my question. I'm getting tired. <laughs> I had a good one, man. Uh, this is another late night uh, hotel <laughs> session, but I had a question about the ramp rack, man. It's a good question too, Naylor. <laughs> well, I'll keep talking and maybe it'll pop up. What uh, I was talking about backing up and you're knocking over mailboxes with the yeah. trailer and all that. I knocked two of them you over. Knocked two of them <laughs> over, yeah. And that Oh, no, no. I was asking about installation. Gotcha. So someone was, I, I sound like a sales pitcher, Ramper. I promise <laughs> it's not. It's maybe it I'm will curious. be. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thinking ahead. Um, if someone wants to get the ramp rack, then how in the world, because I looked at that thing, there's no way, that that seems difficult to install, right? Well, I, I wouldn't say difficult. It's just challenging. It takes some time. I mean, it, it's like a lot of the newer things coming out where they have like, you know, one or two page, you know, real basic instructions, but it takes a little bit of tweaking and, and it, it's not, you know, it, it it's not difficult, but it is challenging. That's all. So say. they send you the parts and you do have to put the ramp rack on or. So, so, I mean, there's a couple, there's you, they're trying to get more work with more dealers so mm-hmm. that dealers will sell them and then they'll show them how to install it. So you could just go to the dealer, buy it. They'll have it shipped to the dealer and then they can install it for you. But you know, they, that's a work in progress. So if you don't have that in your area, you can order it online, the ramp mm-hmm. and they'll just send it to you they'll ship it to you it's on it's all rat shrink wrapped on a pallet mm-hmm. you know all on parts a couple of big parts it's not like a lot of parts just you know bag of bolts and everything that you need okay and that's it you just unwrap it and you follow the instructions and you put it together it's really wow. not that big okay. of a deal i mean the heaviest part is the ramp itself yeah. so that they say it's a two two to three person job yeah just because it, you know, it's good to have another set of hands say hey hold this so i can get this steady and connect yeah. this here and there and make sure it's all set up properly well once you have that all set up 100 percent, then it's it's all good to go you know and you can you can actually there's a quick detach option that you can get to which i have i have like all the upgrades like the the, the most current version of it because they made a lot of changes between 
when the, when they gave them to when they when Blake had it made videos to now it's a lot nicer a lot easier you can quickly detach it and and then reattach it if you did need to pull a trailer or whatever and then that's the ultimate thing that I wanted to say too uh to potentially end this part of the conversation, but it was just that, um, you know, using the thing about the ramp rack that really did it for me is you can utilize the truck you already have, as long as it's a heavy duty truck and you can beef up the suspension. If it's not a full ton truck, if it's only like a 2,500 series, you know, you, depending on what you're putting in it, you might want to beef up the suspension with either airbags or a couple extra leaf springs and that'll be fine. Mm. And so you can use any truck, and then you can use that truck for other things. Like how often do you see people put a plow on a box truck or any of those kind of right, you know right, things right. that we're talking about, those Isuzu's, your cab overs, that's just not a thing. You just use it for one thing and that's it. Where a pickup truck, you can do so many things. You take the ramp rack off, put your salt box on there. Mm -hmm. If, if you have snow in your area, put a plow on there and now you can use it all winter long and not worry about it just sitting around doing nothing because it's just a box truck. And what are you going to do in the winter time in certain areas? Areas. So I just try to think of what is going to give me the most for my money. What's going to be the most versatile? How can I get as much use year round out of everything I get, whether it be a mower, a truck, a trailer, the ramp rack. So that's why I really came to that conclusion. It's been, it's been phenomenal for me. Um, and, and it's, it's just great. I, I would continue to buy more, the more trucks that I get, because I just think that's the most efficient setup for me for so, mowing. So let me, I feel like I'm an investigative reporter. Nailer. <laughs> I'm going to give you five options and I want you to put them in order from if you were, you know, going out best to worst. Right. Okay. Here's your five, um, options to choose from open trailer. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll just call it a five by 10 or just a basic right. open trailer. You mm -hmm. can go to the big box store and pick one up or your dealer, wherever generic open trailer, mm -hmm. enclosed trailer, mm -hmm. which yours has got a sharp looking enclosed trailer, mm -hmm. the ramp rack with a heavy duty truck, right. That can hold it. The box truck, traditional box truck. Right. And then the customized landscape, box. landscape yeah. body open. Yeah. It's, it's the box truck. Uh, without the box exactly yeah i don't know that the there's a nerd probably yeah like yeah. A, it, it, so it, it, so you yeah. know the five i'm i'm right. talking this mm -hmm. these are the most common that yeah. we've personally used our competitors are using that's in the industry what's your top five and i know they're all ranging in money but i'm talking more like efficiency and yeah because we talked about Naylor and i actually both at points in our career have used storage units where right. You just got to get in and it's tight and it's complicated. So we yeah. kind of have that with some guys listening, they live out on 40 acres in the middle of the country and you don't even have to worry about it. You can just right. pull in and out. We've lived in cities where we both right. know the headaches of that. Right. Yeah. And, so. and, and not only that, not only the personal headaches, but through my get to know the pro, you know, episodes, I'm on season two now. And I've gone from season one, a, a variety of solo to, you know, a crew or two mm -hmm. um, setups to now season two going to million dollar, multi-million dollar setups. So I've seen a large variety of, of setups is what I'm saying. And, 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 and in addition to my personal experience, so there is kind of a common theme that I can, you know, answer your question with. And the most common thing is efficiency. Whether you have acres, whether you have a shop, whether you have storage, 
all of those things work if you have the most efficient setup for that situation. Mm. So, uh, you know, to answer your question, it's more about what is your situation and then make the most efficient setup for that. If that makes sense. So yeah. like if you just have acres and you can just do whatever you want, just get a bunch of enclosed trailers, you lock them. That's your own storage. You just leave them on property. You never have to unload or loan. That's the perfect setup with the caveat that you're pulling a trailer. So yeah. you need to make sure that your guys know how to pull a trailer and you Back know that. Up, yeah, exactly. You know, that, you know, accidents are going to happen. Dings are going to happen. You're going to have a lot of maintenance, but that's probably the most efficient setup for you. Um, and you're comp- you're the marketing component of the enclosed trailer with the ramp rack. You're missing out on that, that smooth looking white, clean cut enclosed trailer. Right. You're, you're like branded. I mean, I live in Atlanta, but I'm like, I see your enclosed trailer, you know? Right. So yeah. That's it, one big difference with. And then, and, and the on. ramp rack is, is matches with my branding. I got the, the lime green right, ramp right, rack. Right. So it matches the whole thing. And, and I, I would, I will ultimately brand my truck. I just don't, didn't want to brand that truck right away. I wanted to use the ramp rack and get things acclimated, but you know, there's future plans for other things with the ramp rack, potentially a different truck and that will be wrapped and all that. So, but yeah, enclosed trailer, it's all branded. You have that. So you're pulling that. You don't have to worry about wrapping your truck. So you can have any truck attached to that trailer and you're always going to be branded. Uh, but you know, so as opposed to, you know, so, and, and I say that that's probably the most efficient setup for having acres or whatever, like back to what I say with pulling a, a, a enclosed trailer, because now you have a truck that you can do other things with separated from that trailer. If you have a box truck, you're like, okay, well, why not have a box truck? You can lock all that up and just keep it sitting on your property too. But then that's the only purpose of that truck. Mm-hmm. So if you need to do anything else, you're just pulling everything around with you or you unload everything and you're driving around with this empty box truck. I've seen people pulling a trailer with a box truck and I'm like, what <laughs> is even happening? What is how? What efficiency does that, what sense does that even make? Uh, again, I get it. Everyone has to do things. Things break down. You got to do what you got to do. You know, you're in transition, but ultimately- in that scenario, acres, whatever, I believe with everything I've seen and experienced, an enclosed trailer, you know, with a, a you know any regular pickup truck just hooked up, that's it. But the ultimate efficient setup that for any environment, for any scenario, is still I believe the either the truck with the ramp rack, which is simulating the you know cab over or Isuzu NPR that has the open bed landscape, you know, uh, body where you can just get your mowers and, uh, on and off of there with an open setup mm-hmm. and you have your truck, your, your trimmers and blowers and all that, because it's still like having an open trailer that's attached to a truck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, you can still not, you know, it's still the same as the box truck where it, it is what it is. You can't do anything else with that truck, but you have a little more versatility with that truck now because you can put material in that truck and get mm-hmm. it out easily because it's not a box right right right. so you can get you can just have mulch dirt rocks dumped on there and i've yeah. seen million dollar companies jumping on that on that new efficient setup with this exact same setup with these trucks and they put all kinds of material on there they can get it out easily you can get droppable sides i mean you can customize how the landscape body is going to be so you can in some have dump like a dump raised bed if you want to. So you can just actually have it all dumped out or you could just flip the sides down and just blow it out or rake it out or shovel it out. And then you can still put mowers on there. So that, that is really the most efficient setup 
bar none all the way around, no matter what situation you have. The, yeah. the, the only issue is if you have anything open, you're not going to just leave it out. Right. So you have to take your equipment off of there. At the for, end of the day. Yeah, for, for the long. protection. Right. Yeah, Unless, storage. Exactly. And also for longevity of your equipment, the weather elements are going to beat your, you, the, even though they're commercial equipment, they're not invincible. It's going right, to wear right, them right. down faster if you don't keep them out of the elements. And, you know, so unless you have a, like an actual shop to pull these trucks into and yeah. then leave them, then, you know, you're going to have to unload them. So. Yeah. Well, Naylor, I appreciate you uh, breaking down that trailer life. And guys, if you're just getting started, no shame in the game. I literally, well, before I even had my pickup truck, I was working out of a Honda Accord. <laughs> there was no trailer on that mug. But the pick, my pickup truck, I think they were 35 or $40, Harbor Freight, ramps. And that's what I used. And I used my open bed. And then Brian Ring hooked me up with a, he had a 5 by 10 trailer. And uh, it wasn't five by it was five by ten. He thought it was five by eight, and then it wouldn't fit in the U-Haul. Oh, <laughs> that was the problem because gotcha. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, it's a five by eight. I was like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and it was five by ten. Oh. And then the U-Haul. Long story short, he gave me a mower, which was a forty-eight inch commercial mower. Gave it to me for free. Brian Ring, generous yeah. guy, Stillwater, Minnesota, and he gave me a five by ten trailer. And uh, we thought I, I rented. Uh, to talk about a box truck. I rented this U-Haul to put it all in so I could drive back and it didn't fit. So I was that guy driving a U-Haul with a trailer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't alienate the oh, audience and man. don't alienate the host. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, I'm just, I, I like I said, you know, I get it. You got to do Yo, what you got to do. But, but my point is these are like options when we have the um, finance, right? The enclosed trailer, the or ramp something rack, to save the, up towards, yeah. you know, goals. But I just want to make sure everyone knows I started with 35 bucks. And yeah, know, and I started out of the back of my Jeep Compass. <laughs> so yeah, and you got to be careful, man, because I was—I think it was a forty-eight inch. It wasn't Brian Ring's forty-eight inch, but my buddy uh, Kenny was letting me use his X Marks mowers, and uh, I remember—I forget if it was a thirty-six or forty-eight—but mm. I had mowed um, all day. I remember this like yesterday, Naylor, because I missed the Ohio State Michigan game this year to do this big leaf cleanup. You know what I mean? I mean, I was yeah. hustling. Okay. Right. That was a big football game for me to miss yeah. to go work. This is the sacrifice. Wow. And I, at the end of the day, I was so tired. Um, I had worked all day long and I went to get the mower off the, the ramps and one of the ramps slipped. And so like the mower basically would almost fell on me and, you know, wow. Probably would have killed me or hurt, you know, yeah. s hurt me. Right. You know, and I don't even know what happened. And maybe an angel came, probably. I, something crazy happened. And I don't even know how, but I, it didn't fall on me. Like, it made no sense. What happened? It just fell, like, away from you? It, like, just, it just, I, just I don't know, even know how. Yeah, I don't even know how. I mean, it was about to fall and land on me. And next thing you know, You're, the mower was okay and I was okay. Wow. And it, and it fell. So, anyway, that is not, uh, the, the $35 ramp is dangerous, yeah. When you get past the 30 inch mower, cause you got to yeah. just be very careful. And I didn't get, they have like heavy duty ramps that are like $120. Right. I right. had the raggedy Harbor freight one. So <laughs> I, I don't want to get like a lawsuit cause someone goes right. out and buys raggedy ramps yeah. and no, but it's I, dangerous, I, yeah, but it, it is. But I think the point to your scrappy. story. Yeah. And, and, and what, what I was saying with the chief compass is that everyone has, everyone starts, starts. somewhere yeah. and, and us telling stories of where we're at now and where you're we're, 10 and year gives, seven right, and you're in year one, some, you can't compare. Yeah. Right. Gives people some incentive and things to, to look forward to. Yeah. Cause even at events like this, I got to be very delicate how I say this, but there's some guys that strut like, 
you know, right. I, you know, they yeah. like, like look down at the guys that are like us when we started, we we're just trying to, you're pre- trying to provide for your two children and your right. wife. And I'm just trying to pay my bills right. and we don't know what we're doing. And so now that we're a little further along in the business, I never want to be that guy that's like, Psh, you know, Chuck, right. the tra- <laughs> you know, right, right, right. <laughs> we're like, but my, at the same the, time, we understand that it's like, it's holding them back the longer they stay Chuck. Exactly. The truck. No, exactly. So we're trying to help them advance. Understand that. Yeah, understand. Yeah. No, no, no. I just yeah. wanted to be, give the transparency. I never want to come across that. You know, I got it all together right. because we oh, started yeah, we're there. Still learning, but I do think it's important to talk open trailer, enclosed trailer, ramp rack, box truck. And one thing I will say about the box truck is that is easy to drive because my friend, actually Kenny, same guy, this mm-hmm. guy who works in a really nice neighborhood in Atlanta when I was getting started, and he, I would work for him sometimes, like you know, as an employee. Like I would, right. I own my own business, but one or two days a week, I'd go out and work on his crew. And I, I was the foreman, you know, I got to drive the, the, the Zusa, but, um, it was so much easier than, um, the trailer that I've knocked two mailboxes over. Cause I had <laughs> right. to learn, I never had a trailer before. Right. So you go to back up and you're going the wrong way and then yeah. wait the heck. And then yeah. I'm like, I was too you embarrassed. Wide turn. Yeah. I'm too yeah. embarrassed to ask anyone. So I'm like, just like, you know, figuring out and, and then, I mean, it takes some time it to does. learn. It does. You just don't it's confusing. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So it's finally, the <laughs> uh, then you, then you figure it out, but then you think your employee, you know, yeah. and and they're like, Paul, I don't know how I'm doing. It's not like, yeah. Oh, we're back to square one. So it exactly. is a, it is a solution. All right. We were going to keep this one short and sweet. I'll, and, uh, <laughs> what are we at? 34 minutes. Yeah. By the time Marty, uh, throws in our, um, commercials, we'll, we'll have a nice little episode for you. So, Hey guys, we appreciate it. We're here at Entrepreneur Academy. Thanks again to Brian and Liz for, um, I'm serving our community with this event and thanks for Naylor for being my roommate, uh, for the, the weekend. And really, um, he was kind of joking, like, cause he has children. He's like, I'm like your dad, Paul. We, we walk out of the room. He's like, do you have your shoes? Do you have your keys? Like the most simple questions. Yeah, do you have your phone? Because uh, I, you know, I left my shoes at Greg Chisholm. <laughs> How do you leave your shoes? I just walk out oh, with my socks. Like, I was like, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't think about it. <laughs> it was, it was an awesome hanging out with Greg. We were both on yeah. cloud nine. And right. so I, I just. I could see how you could f- be forgetful. I, I get it. There's a lot, a lot on your, on your mind at that, at that time frame, So I get it. I'll cut you some slack there, but I, I just, I have that natural thing where I'm like, like with my kids, did you forget, you got this, did you do that? Did you go to the bathroom? You got your yeah. water? So well, and it's it, a natural and thankfully tendency. no one's around, but one of these days there's going to be like someone we don't see that's walking and Naylor's like giving <laughs> me my checklist. Keys, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys think we're kidding or not? Like we're going into the elevator and Naylor gives me the checklist. Like, uh, do you have your keys? Do you have this? Do you have that? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. And uh, we will be back with more episodes from the Entrepreneur Academy as Brian got me a, a, a podcasting room. Yeah. Headquarters. There you go. So, uh, well, it's basically a closet, but <laughs> it will work. We'll call it a studio, It's a Paul. studio. No, it's, it's actually, studio. he called it a glorified broom closet, but it's actually, there's it's like four lot. tables yeah. in there. Yeah. There's some Pellegrino oh, so, in there. So he didn't give it the credit that it deserves. All right. I thought you were the one joking. He's joking on his own room. I gotcha. He called it a glorified, a glorified broom, broom closet, closet, but it's, uh, it will work. So it will. We it's will, uh, very grateful. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. All right. 
Well, thanks for listening, friends. And we're going to, uh, I'm going to go to bed. Are you, you're not going to give a fashion show tonight, are you? <laughs> no, I'm going to pull out this couch and get ready yeah, for we, bed. Yeah, we walked in tonight and there's only a one queen and we both were like, nope. Not up. again, no, not again. We're not going through <laughs> we're this. We're going to have to change rooms again. But then we realized, because Brian said I gave you a corner room. So I thought like the, it was on the corner, corner of, of the, the building. Hotel, but it's yeah. actually this gigantic hotel room with a corner where there's like a sectional. Yeah. So we have room to podcast so very mindful of brian misunderstanding on my part and the sectional was a pullout um couch bed type thing and the last time we were at greg chisholm's <laughs> i was on the floor right and on a greg mattress. had and i wouldn't call it a mattress <laughs> i don't know what that thing was but i mean it, I don't know. <laughs> Greg, Greg, if you're listening, man, Greg's got all this money in the world, this oh. mattress, man. I was like, my back. And Naylor's up there in this king-size bed. I like, said I was going to sleep. You you chose that one, but I, I you know. You're, so now you're I'm like, nice. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to play nice guy tonight. I was like, listen, we yeah, got to no. even this out. I'm good with the You couch. take the sectional. I'm taking the bed tonight, and then, you know, we're, we're back. We're back to it. So. It's it's all good, and and I appreciate Greg for yeah, hosting. Greg. <laughs> I appreciate him for hosting us at his house. He wasn't expecting you know all this and to have all of these guests. So you know yeah, he had a guest room with a bed and some mattress, some spare mat. I mean, who has spare mattresses? At least he had that. He could have been literally on the floor, Paul. Come no, on, no, no, no. But I, I'm just, I'm just. Um, Tongue in cheek, but yeah. I my my bed at home, it, I got the most comfortable mattress. Yeah, and, and set up, and so Paul, you're gonna make sure you uh, don't leave your bed a mess, so the so the housekeepers actually oh. make your bed this time. <laughs> I like the oh. last time they just made my bed and left yours. Yeah, a mess. We, we walk in and Naylor was like, "Did room service come?" And I'm looking at my bed and I was like, <laughs> like "No, I don't think so." <laughs> like, well, they made my bed. <laughs> And they looked at mine, and I had my suitcase on it, and my roadcaster, and, and everything everywhere. And, They're like, "Forget this, yeah. this isn't part of the job." So Naylor's, you know, he's got his uh, all nice cushions and tidy all fluffy, and, and they're like, "Oh man, that was where Arkansas." I don't even remember, man. It was one of those. Oh, uh, we've been all over. No, the that place. was in that was in Missouri. That was in Missouri. That really, was, yeah, yeah. All right, road tripping with Naylor, man. It was when we went out for it was when we went out for Denny's or something. I mean, not Denny's. Oh, we went out Barrel, for breakfast Waffle and we House. came back. Yeah, Waffle House and and then we, came, the we yeah, yeah we came back before we went back to the airport. And um, no, you know what? That was Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, right. it was it Arkansas. It was Arkansas because Kevin was like, "Oh, I know a Waffle House. You're, yeah, at, you're I, lucky if you survive." We're like, "What? We just got here." And he's like, "Good and luck." And I'm sitting there Instagramming like, "I'm." <laughs> I'm <laughs> You're Instagram we're in the like hood. busted up cars we're, we're in the, in the hood lot. like we're in the hood oh, like the, there's a motel but it was by the place. airport so i mean yeah we but that airport was, was the hood yeah, yeah it was and then the police oh, we were, come we were, in we were in little rock and then right. i'm sitting there instagram like hey guys we're well like i don't know what i was thinking and, and naylor's like I could tell just, it was embarrassing. They was like, hey, just, 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 this isn't the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this isn't it. Yeah, just, but that was oh, what it was. Oh, and then we sit down and the table's all, um, there's like salt and oh, ketchup and, and like, the table's and nasty. I could see you looking and I was like, gonna be like, let it go. Hey, can you clean the table? And they was looking at me, don't say anything. Just let it go, <laughs> like, oh. Just let it go. <laughs> oh. So that's what it was. We went to see Kevin and we came back and my bed was made and oh. yours was like, nah. There you nah, go. forget it. <laughs>
Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 to, uh, per cut, and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony. And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. It's only $20. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why. It's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there. Get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was fantastic uh, decision for my business. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. Ensure the episode is over. But before you jet out of here, check the show notes for all the links for the various products and services that were mentioned during the episode. And Paul said one more thing here. Oh, yeah, to tell you guys, thank you for listening. So thank you for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.